what's up? This is Randy with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive a sane person stark, raving, mad. There's still no COVID introduction. I still don't have a new beat to drop yet, but I do have... Yo, this is a surprise, and this even surprised me, and she pulled it off, and I'm, I can't... This is a good thing. This is a good thing on a Friday, and the sun's out, and everything else is... When everything else is not so good, I'm going to shut up because this is... this is worth listening to just because of who got up the balls to do it. And she'd probably be upset with me for saying that. Or not so much. I'm going to shut up now. Here we go. Nope. You can can sing the theme song. It's really terrible. I'm trying to come up with something new. I love it. I made it on my iPad before I even knew how to use the MPC program. I downloaded it and I was just, literally, because that's all I do is just like mess around with shit because... It's the only way to, I, I'm a learn by doer. I'm a, I'm not a reader. It's on learner. Dude, I can't read and like retain anything. To, well, that's not true. If I read it and it's like something I'm interested in reading, I can retain it. I'm not a total idiot. But if you tell me I'm going to be tested on it, game over. I, Panic sets in and then I'm like looking for the cheat sheet and I'm looking for any possible way <laughs> to like crib some notes and figure and figure it out. And I, I found some good ways of cheating to get by. Trust me, you could get pretty creative. <laughs> but you know, that's not really that's not really what we're going to talk about because be, I mean, speaking of getting by. Okay, so this so this is what happened with my eyeball. It's happened to me before. Like I don't, in on previous podcasts, I've actually talked about it because riding my bike around the city, like inevitably, and I wear sunglasses and I happen to spend there's a few things as you know I spend a lot of I dump yeah. money on. Money that yes. I really, I mean, that I bust my ass with my, when I had 17 jobs. Your watch? Watches? Your latte thing? Your Well, I didn't do that this time, but I did before previously. Coffee is very important to me. Espresso is very okay. important to me. But this was an amazing, that was an amazing barter that happened to work out, and it was, like, one of the best things ever. But I'm still very content with, with the, um, the, the stovetop cooker. I'm still right. I'm still okay with that. Let's you know, okay. let's not get it twisted. I I mean, I can still you know, there's no shame in that game. It's just different. It's just it's just different. But what else? Okay, so it's yeah, there's other things. We could spend all day going going on about the things I I, I drop money on. It's it's usually some something which is sad cuz then I try to be like all uh, with the whole animal friendly thing, eco I love good leather. There is nothing mm-hmm. like really good, well-made, handcrafted craftspeople-y leather goods that just, like, break in over time and get really, right. like, stained and beat up. And, yeah, I, I mean, if it's done well and, like, I guess at some point you kind of say, like, okay, if the animals, like, all of it is used, like, nothing is wasted. Like, it's not, you know, just to make, like, bags to sell on, like, Canal Street. Right. Like, that kind of bullshit, which aren't even right. real leather anyway, but that's a whole nother discussion. So see how it just, you just go. It just, okay. it goes everywhere. And this everywhere yesterday, which is hard because it's, days are very hard to keep track of. Time is like this weird construct now. So I'm in my, I'm standing in my room and all of a sudden I feel something in my eye. And the second I reach for my eyeball, instantaneously, my nose starts to run and my, my equilibrium goes like kaplooey. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me because I know that it's not coming out. I know no matter how many times I wash my eye or use an eye wash or try to find one of those eye cups from like 1976, those glass, yep. yeah, the glass ones that you fill with like a little water, then you put on your eye and you like lean yes. your head back mm-hmm. because for some reason you can't like hold your eyeball open and like put the right. water in. I've tried all that. I've been through this five other times, and every time I know that it is a guaranteed trip to the emergency room where I walk in and I say to the triage nurse, hey, I have something in my eye. Can you get the ophthalmology resident or whatever? Get me somebody. Numb my eye. Get the long stick thing. And, like, just go in there and, like, scoop it out. Because otherwise I can't. You lose all function. I have broken bones. I have dog bites. I have been dinged by cabs, run over by buses. Something in your eyeball is absolutely a pain that is is beyond comprehension. It literally cripples you. Mm-hmm, and I I, every time I was like, there were times when I actually like got something in my eye, walked my bike up to St. Luke's, locked it up. They got the shit out of my eye and I got back on my bike and like rode home. 
Right. Because the second it's out, it's like done. It's like a miracle. Yeah. It's like, oh. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, my mom is like, well, just go rinse it out. Just go rinse it. Just go rinse it. Can I get you an eye cup? I'm like, it's not an eye cup. I am like, trust me when I tell you, we need to go to like a city MD. So I'm thinking like, okay, so now it's a little more complicated being in New Jersey. Shit is not as convenient when you need to get like emergency help. Mm-hmm. I'm used to getting in a cab and saying, take me to St. Luke's. And I right. roll, fall, crawl, get dumped into the ER and I get taken care of. And I somehow hobble my ass home back up five flights of stairs. It's not the same here. So which city MD do you want to go to? Should we go to Med Express? City MD? I said, just get me somewhere where they can get the shit out of my fucking eyeball because I can't take it anymore. And she's like, you well, go. Well, wait a second. So this is what happened. So you think it's that easy? Do you think it's ever that fucking easy? First of all, it can't be that easy with my mom. Second of all, I don't know if it's if it's like a Jewish thing or if it's like no two people in a crisis. I'm fine at making decisions when I'm by myself about how has to handle things in a crisis. But when you get two people together, it's where do you want to go? I don't know. Should we leave now? I don't try to rinse it out. Do you need more time? Maybe you need more time. Maybe just sit down and rest and it'll come out on its own. I, it half an hour later of wasted time, I am like, pick a city MD. And let's go, Carol. Let's just go. So we got to get the dog in the car. We got to get my mom in the car. I can't drive because I'm like banging into things, like trying to figure out how to get myself like into the car. And, and we go to Med Express where I went for my finger that was broken by Oscar in like 17 places yet somehow didn't dislocate. It just bent down and like touched my forearm. So we get in the car and you have to call now. Thanks to COVID, you have to call when you get to the parking lot. Hi, what's wrong with you? My mom's like, tell them what's wrong. I'm like, you can't talk, like, tell them she has something in her So I'm now I'm on speakerphone. Hey, I'm sitting here sniffling. Now, mind you, my nose is like pouring out snot because for some reason, and I guess this is the whole ENT, ears, nose, throat thing. I mean, oh, it's ears, nose, throat, not eyes, nose, throat. I'm a fucking idiot. Ears, ears nose, throat. Holy ENT. crap, what a tool. I literally sat there and was like thinking for one hot second that it was eyes, nose, and throat. <laughs> Oh, God. Clearly, I did not pay enough attention in anatomy. Uh, I need to go rework that. But anyway, my nose was connected to my eye for some reason. And for some reason, the reaction when that happens, and I'm like sniffling, talking to her, trying to breathe in pain. I'm like sitting in the car with both my eyes clamped shut. And I'm like, I have something in my eye. Can you just, I need to have somebody take it out. We don't do that here. Oh, my God. (laughs) City MD. Okay. You don't do that there. You're, oh, wow. It says City MD. Like, maybe on this billboard next to MD, you could do City MD except, and then Eyes. list every fucking thing that you don't do. Because you know what else goes on that list that they don't do? Dog Eyes. bites. Because when I got bit by a dog, when I got bit by that fucking Weimaraner who knew me and chomped off half my arm anyway, I walked bleeding with my arm at 8 o'clock in the morning up to City MD on 103rd and Broadway, and... They were, and I'm standing at the door at eight o'clock in the morning with my arm, blood pouring open, giant skin flap. And I said to the woman, hi, um, my, uh, can you just stitch me? I need a dog bite. Can you just stitch me up? We, I literally, she was like, we don't do that here. Why? I sw- okay. So dog bites, I learned from my doctor friends back on the Hill that they don't, they don't stitch dog bites because of the high rate of infection because dogs mouths are filthy. So you get steri stripped. Then you have to know they don't give rabies shots at City MD, which is fine because I knew the dog. I know that I knew the dog. Right. There were no rabies involved. They had that a dog crazy. taken care of. The dog was just a fucking nut job, and for some reason wanted to chomp on my arm when there were two giant pit bulls standing at my feet who did absolutely nothing to protect me. Zero. Pit bulls are sweet. I know the which is my point. Pit bulls don't bully the breed. It's not the dog's fault. Two 80-pound pit bulls sat there while I was being attacked by a Weimaraner and literally were, like, licking their toes. Like, it was ridiculous. So so there was the whole, we don't do that here, I already heard once. I couldn't believe in this lifetime that I would need two trips to an emergency room and both times try to go to a city MD and not be that person that clogs the emergency room. Not to mention I don't want to go to a fucking emergency room during a fucking global pandemic. And then I'm having a panic attack on top of not being able to see. And my mom's like, the emergency room is fine. They go in the other way. COVID patients don't go in that way. They go in a side door. I'm like, 
I'm like, but you don't know anybody else that's going into the emergency room what they have. Right. So I was like, no one's going to walk in and be like, hey, I have COVID and come right in the front door. Like, they're going because they can't breathe. They're coughing. You know, their eyes are bleeding. I don't fucking know. So, so I was like, okay, they don't do that. Then I was like, okay, let's just go to the emergency room. What's the closest emergency room to here? Because it's now like 3.30. And my only concern, what was my only concern? Traffic? No. That I was going to miss the jam and my street oh, and our streak was going to be broken. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I was thinking of going to New Brunswick and sitting on 18 and dealing. Because you would have, you were thinking Robert Wood Johnson. Or St. Peter's. Yeah. Or St. Peter's. My mom, first of all, my mom would not be able to drive in New Brunswick. She can't handle, like she gets all nervous. It's the street. I hate New Brunswick. It's not safe. I don't know where to park. I'm going to have to sit in it's the car true. and wait for you. I know. Well, New Brunswick is still Sketchville. It's still, you know. That hasn't changed but too much. But it's the traffic more than any. You could sit on 18 for those seven miles for like an hour. It's a That's, nightmare. Um, yeah. So we went the other way. Because also free my months. mom knows, free, my mom lives on Route 9 going back and forth to work for like the past 40 right. years. And right. so we tried, she said, let's try Raritan, Raritan Bay. An okay. Old Bridge. Yeah. So we pull in, first of all, there's a construction. Uh-huh. We pull into Raritan Bay and they're building a new emergency room. So they oh. relocated... The entrance to the other, there's 75 arrows. Now, my mom is driving. We don't need a whole podcast rant about my mom's ineptitude. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Where is it? I can't find it. I, meanwhile, I have one eye clamped shut. The other eye is blurry. And I'm looking to find arrows that say emergency so that I can direct her. Right. Because she clearly can't follow the signs that say emergency to get me to the emergency room entrance. So we finally get to the emergency room entrance. She can't come in with me. I'm like, let me out. So she lets me out, holding my eye, like walking in, into the front. I get in, and the, you know, the security guard comes over. Are you, are you checking in or are you here with someone? I'm like, is that really the, do you see me, bro? Is that really the question? Like, I can barely lift my head up, and if you saw the snot behind my mask pouring down my face, oh, like, you, it, and it wasn't gross snot. It was just like, like I couldn't stop, like, right. snotting. It wasn't, like, gooey disgusting Mm -hmm. snot that like Giuliani wiped all over his face after did you see that yes I did did you watch the whole thing or did you have to look away I watched him wipe his nose and then his eye and then all over but you realize that he you he folded the tissue outside in he literally wiped the fucking snot over Twitter everybody had yeah you st- you're a very good, you are a Twitter stalker because you, you are very incognito in the Twitterverse, but you see everything. I do. You see everything and then all of a sudden you're like, wow, Wong knows, what, Wong knows about the Giuliani snot rag situation. Of course. Who doesn't? Yeah, let me tell you, a lot of people were more stuck on the, ha- the, the dripping hair yeah, dye. I read something. A lot of hairdressers in New York were saying, no, it's definitely not hair dye. Some were saying yes. What was it? He just oozes like black sludge? They said he used mascara to um, touch up his sideburns. They were, <laughs> one was going on and on about sideburns, how they're grayer than your hair. And he used mascara. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Giuliani's used mascara more times than me. That's a terribly, <laughs> that's terribly frightening, on a lot of levels. I did not know. I did not know that. I but, just I read it yesterday because I I clicked on something that you know. I don't even know your Twitter. I don't even follow you on Twitter. You don't? Are you at Chef Wong on Twitter? No. Oh, I, I'm gonna make that my name. Are you at Margaloop? No, uh, either one. I'm gonna change. I don't even remember. Go with Chef Wong, and then you can have a little chef. You can have your little chef icon emoji. No, I have a little fly with a lace collar, which Blue loves. Okay. It's that picture of the fly with the yeah. (laughs) So okay, so where were we? We were at we. This is what happens. You go you you go down these tangential rabbit holes of like much better stuff, like Rudy Giuliani's mascara on his sideburns, because who would even think to do that? you know they it was like some said but what yes, guy what person is like let me just use mascara there instead of like a sharpie he saw he saw i guess someone gave it to him he saw the gray in the side his third cousin him. wife is his wife cousin I, I isn't he married to like his third cousin yes yes oh well what happened to that guy i mean that I is a know. study in 
just a decline of every mental faculty. I think so. You're right. Yeah. It's me- and f- oh my god! All I see when I look at him is the penguin from the Batman movie. I can't. <laughs> I can't not see that, and I just see him like waddling. <laughs> Even from the original one, where he used to smoke that really long cigarette, like the the original penguin. I remember that. <laughs> and he used to make that sound from Batman and Robin. They used to wear all those fancy tights from the original show. Yeah. So I so. I don't know how to even get back to the hospital story. Where so you're at Raritan oh, Bay. Oh yeah, so we're at Raritan Bay. So if I, so the cop, I'm, I say to the cop, I'm like, no, bro, I'm here to like check in. I can't see anything, and the one of the nurses from the other room comes out, and she's like, what's what's wrong? <laughs> I'm like holding my <laughs> eye. I'm like, I hurt my ankle. That's what's wrong. Like, maybe I don't want to stay here at all. Like, if I mean, maybe this is not a good way to start. I'm literally bent over holding my eye and you ask me what's wrong. I was like, okay, I could do better if I like, I don't know, went to the playground or something and some kid (laughs) took care of me and put some mud on it and spit in it or something. God. So she says to me, I said, I have something in my eye. I just need somebody to put in some drops, take take it out. Can you get like the, and I literally was like, just get, I just need an ophthalmology intern, resident, doctor, somebody that knows how to like use the numbing drops and get under my eyelid. She literally said, we don't, I swear to God, I can't make this shit up. We don't do eyes here. Oh my God. You're fucking, listen. Okay. I know I had no idea. I guess you become absolutely delusional, spoiled, privileged, to be in New York City where every other hospital is like a level one trauma center. And I mean, even Lincoln Hospital, you could walk in in and they would be like in the Bronx (laughs) where they usually do gunshots and stabbings only. That's about it over there, yeah. I I guarantee if I walked into Lincoln Hospital holding my eye, they would be like, okay, sit down, we'll get you somebody from ophthalmology. Yes. I mean, I literally walked out and she was like, oh, and if it's your eye, well, we could do the general, like we can look in it and see if there's anything there. And if it's on the surface, we could try to get it out. But if it's anything more than that, we really don't do that here. No, thanks. Okay. (laughs) New Jersey is not a third world fucking country. I, I know. Robert Wood or St. Peter's would have been great, but no, couldn't deal with that. I never heard great things about Raritan Bay. It's not a great thing. It's still an emergency room. I, know. I, know. I don't need you to be great. I need you to get the shit out of my eyeball. Like, it's not, I'm not asking you to, like, do spinal surgery or neurosurgery or, God forbid, I don't know, stitch me up. What do you do there? Fucking knitting? What, what do we, are we, like, have a, a quilting bee? Like, what the fuck? What? I was, so I, okay, so, and, and then she said the wait would have been three to five hours just no to see somebody that may or may not have been able to help me. Three to five hours at that hospital? Three to five hours. And we went there because we figured who's going to go to Raritan Bay? It's right. small. It's exactly. why would you go there? Let's get in and get out because I don't want to miss the jam. We can't break our streak at 252 <laughs> nights. That's my priority. I'm like, fuck my pain. I got to be back by eight o'clock. I don't care where we go. So we get, I, now I have to walk back, my mom parked. So now I have to walk out of the emergency room. I don't know where the fuck she parked. I have to call her on the cell phone, hoping she hears it. Because she now, she's like hard of hearing. And I'm like, or she's on the oh. phone and she doesn't see the alert. It's, but that's the reality. She doesn't hear. She's got to go for a hearing test. I mean, it is what it is. She, I mean, I yeah. walk, you know, I walk upstairs and I have a five minute conversation with myself. And then I ask her a question and she's like, what? <laughs> And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding. I just stood here and, and, and what, what, did you get anything that I just said? Both to an audiologist? She's probably gonna go to Costco, like on one of her like shops. She'll like pop uh, in and have like a hearing test. Uh, She'll, I know, don't, I know. You might have to text her Wong and be like, Carol, go to an actual hearing doctor. She'll say, who are you to tell me? She'll, uh, no, she'll appreciate the advice actually. She needs, she needs help in that department. She needs. There is a good audiologist on Summerhill and it's my, there's a good one Philip went there oh, excuse God. me for mentioning does everything so, ev- all roads lead to Philip I'm just remembering it he had a very extensive audiology appointment there but alright you I, could text I, my mom the information I can't believe you remember that 
kids in my class went there too and they didn't live in East Brunswick but I heard they're very good but whatever I mean but she needs to go I just love I just love that everything there's it's like six it's like six degrees of Philip I almost said his last name no don't be sorry don't be sorry I just but wonder I if that. I just remember if he remembers all of us the way we remember him. He might. He because might have that kind of memory. I literally, and we could say this again for the nine thousand five hundred seventieth time. He is literally to me the, like the eight year, the seven year old kid with the knobbiest knees, on the yes. skinniest, longest legs, with the right. biggest bobblehead ever. <laughs> and he will always be. That's who. That's who he is to me. Like that's I, where time stopped. So it's. He's, now. I know, but I can't. I don't want to see what he looks like. I would never Google him. I don't want that pristine, like just like the cutest kid in the whole wide world and the most love. I mean, I can literally remember. I mean, the kid would literally like wrap himself like around yes. your neck if he was comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. Like he would literally like cling on, and all I remember is his long, gangly, dangly arms. He was like all sticks and stones and bones. He was like literally. <laughs> And we just kept trying to feed him snacks. We're like, bro, you need to eat something. <laughs> He's like, nope, I only want macaroni and something else. He only ate yeah. like three things like me. So I don't yeah. even, I can't be mad at that. So, well, yeah. okay, so you'll give my mom the audiologist information. Meanwhile, oh. at least audiologists do ears. So I get back in the car and this yes. is where we end up. Getting in the car. Where do we go? Let's go to Central State. Yeah. Because my mom is like, it's a big hospital. That's where she had her cancer surgery. That's where she did all of that shit for her kidneys and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, they'll have it there. I'm like, okay, this is going to, how far is fucking Central State? Now we're like driving all the way down Route 9 to the end of the earth. And I'm like, she's like, but we pass my eye place where I just went for my eye exam. There are amazing doctors in there. They do like eye, they have like a surgical facility on site. Mm -hmm. So my mom said, Try calling them and just see if they're open and ask. So now my mom is like, now I'm on the phone and I'm like, she's like, just Google it. Just, just say to Google millennium eye care on route nine in freehold and get the, and call them. And so I'm like, I I like Googled it and I like call them and they answer. Now it's at this time, it's like four o'clock and they close at five Mm -hmm. and I get on the phone and I am literally at this point, like if this, if they don't help me. I, it's a, I, I can't. I just couldn't. I was at my breaking point. I was like mentally exhausted, physically exhausted, emotionally exhausted. Like the trauma, like I almost hit like the wall of like COVID cluster fucked life yeah. breaking point yesterday where I was like, okay, it's a wrap. Game over. I'm, I'm, I'm going into, I'm crawling into bed and never coming out. Like this is wake me when it's <laughs> over or maybe don't wake me and like, let's just, you know, let it be. <laughs> And I, I really was like, that was the worst. I, I, I couldn't take it. I'm hurt. I'm like, this is exhausting. I just want somebody to get the shit out of my eye so I can deal with all the other shit going on in my life. And like, let's move on. And so I call them and I'm like, oh my God. The woman got on the phone, the receptionist, and I'm like, I think she could hear it in my voice, like the mm-hmm. utter desperation, desperation. and mm-hmm. pain. And I usually am not, I, I, well, I hate begging. I, I hate having to ask people for help. Like I am literally mm-hmm. like not that person. And I, I said, I, I said, listen. I said, please tell me that you have like an emergency walk up, walk in appointment available. I can't see out of my eye. I am snotting all over myself. And I think, and it wasn't that like, I w- every time I was trying to talk, I was like trying to like clear my nose and like, oh, I was like, oh my God. And she like legitimately in really a lot of discomfort. Mm-hmm. And so I think she could hear that on the phone. And I was like. I just need somebody. And I said the same thing. I said, I just need somebody. I know what happened. I have something in my eye. I need the drops and the numbing and the stick and I'm done. It'll be 10 minutes. Just please save me from having to go to Central State. And my mom was just there last week. I dropped her off. She loves you guys. I just, I just get this out of my eye. And she was like, hold on. Let me see what I could do. That was like the longest hold of my life. I was like, please, God. My mom was like, they'll help you. They'll help you. They're so nice there. I'm like, it's not a matter of being nice. It's a matter of, like, if they have the time and if a doctor will stay. And, like, then I'm thinking, oh, my God, my insurance. Because now my insurance is a fucking shit show because where the hell am I? Like, where am I living? Like, I have 17 addresses. For someone with no money and no jobs, to have multiple addresses is really batshit crazy. And I still have like I still have residency in Manhattan. I still have my New York Marketplace Healthcare, mm-hmm. which is Oxford Shit Care Community uh-huh. Plan, which is like one step above like Medicaid. And 
I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm either going to pay for, you're either going to take my insurance, this crap. I'm stuck at my mom's. Like I'm here because of COVID. I'm, I, I have, I have new, so I'm in New Jersey, but I'm in New York. My New York is insurance. And like, just tell me, and I'll, or I'll pay out of pocket. I'm like, I will pay, just, I would have paid $50,000 for them to get this out of my eyeball. I would have been like, take, I was like, and I'll donate organs. I'll give plasma. Just tell me what I need to do so that somebody with, that can get this out of my fucking eye. And my mom said, stop saying fuck. <laughs> and the woman on the phone was like, no, no, it's okay. I mean, she's like, I appreciate it. And I think she realized like, I was not, this was, I was not kidding. Like I was still able to like try to be somewhat, you know, Haha, ha, this is really funny. Help me, please. Before I like started sobbing uncontrollably, like in the car next to my mom with my dog sleeping in the back. So she said to me, Hold on. She came back and she was like, Where are you right now? Thank God we were like halfway down Route 9. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can be there in like 10 minutes. Like, she, I'm like, This is the road we're by. This is where we're at. And like, she's like, you need to be here by 440. I'm giving you the, be here by 440. We're going to see you at 445. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, right. It was like the world lifted temporarily <laughs> off my shoulders. And I was, my mom was like, see, I told you they would help you. They're the best. They're the best people there. I'm like, what are you like? You like Miss fucking Cleo? Like you had no idea if they were going to help me. We were on our way to Centrist State. Like, if you knew what was going to happen, we should be playing the fucking lotto so I could get the hell out of here. And, like, we can go buy a house on, like, a deserted island somewhere that doesn't have COVID. Um, and, and so I get in. Finally, a place that does eyes. We do that. Literally, I was like, I walked in, I asked them. I said, do you do eyes here? Just, I just want to double and triple check. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we do eyes. Followed her in. Well, isn't it only an eye place? It is only an eye place, but you never know. Who knows? <laughs> After the experience that I had at City MD, at Raritan Bay, no one, no one apparently else in New Jersey wants to do eyes. So I don't know. You could call yourself Millennium Eye Care. Maybe you do feet. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> at the way New Jersey was going, I, I wouldn't put it past them. So I sit. They sit me down. First of all, it is like spotlessly clean. There's no one in there also because it's like the last appointment. I'm sure they were like, great, now here's someone else that we have to wait for before we shut down. Because I remember when I worked in a doctor's office that I was like the last patient. You were always like, please don't fucking take forever. Because then you were like, you had to like wait for the doctor to spin the, take the blood. Then you had to do the labs and spin the blood and then fill out the lab forms and like put the blood in the body before you could even start to do anything like of the shutting down. So the last person coming in or the sick patient coming in, which I was now, you're always like, God fucking damn it. Like, I just want to get out of here. So I know the feeling. So I was like, it, profusely thanking. I was like, thank you guys so much. I can't even tell you like what this means to me. I was like, literally like davening at their feet. I wanted, I never wanted to hug someone so bad. Like that when you can't touch anybody, I literally would have hugged them all. I was, so they sit me down in the room. I am like, and the doctor comes in, the nicest guy. He's like, got gloves, a mask, goggles. He's like, good to go. And he's like, sit down. And then they put you in that little eye cup, that eye cup, that little chin cup rest. And they yes. bring that whole machine to your face. Right. And he's like, okay, just look in, look in here. I was like, bro, I can't open my fucking eyeball. <laughs> look in there. Okay. And then you sit there like an idiot and you're like trying and straining to like open your eye. He's like holding it. And I'm like banging my head against the thing because it won't <laughs> open. So I'm like contorting to like keep my eye closed. I'm like, can you just put the drops in, bro? My eye will open in two seconds if I've been here five times. I know the drill. Get the drops. And he's like, okay. He, like, got the drops, which burn like a motherfucker when you put Oof. them in. It's got to be some type of, like, lidocaine for your eyeball situation. Yeah, it's a numb, yeah. And I, it burnt, and I was like, all right, just did it get Because then you also, you don't know if it gets in because you're always also, like, squinting because you don't want anything else in your eye. Your body's natural reaction is, like, get the fuck away from me. Right. But meanwhile, he's like, no, no, come here. And I'm like, oh. And so they got the drops in, that one second of feeling like someone has a match on your eyeball. And then all of a sudden, it's like the sky opens up because your whole bot, like your, for the last hour and a half, I was completely tense and like all scrunched up and like your whole body just like, I'm, I'm lucky I didn't, you know, other thing, you know, you could at that point, you could like, God forbid, like pee on yourself or something. You're like so relaxed. You're like, whoo, my eye opens. He's like, okay, now let's look around. And he puts me back into the thing. And now I can see. He can touch my eye. I can't feel the thing. Uh-huh. So he's like, look to the left. Look up. Look down. Look this way. Look that way. He's like, and, but this is the part that gets me every time. Oh, we're going to flip your eyelid. 
I was never able to do that as a kid. Do you remember when no, kids used I, to be able I to do that? I knew kids who could, not me. No. Why? First of all, why would you want to put your dirty, filthy hands in your eyeballs like that? Because when you're a kid, you don't think about that. But it's also disgusting. Like, you have that bottom part of your eyelid poking yes, out. I remember. I was like, can't you just, like, roll your tongue or something or <laughs> spit bubbles out of your mouth? Like, you know, like some weird talent that you have. Like, there's got to be other things you can do. Are you, like, double-jointed or something? That was gross. So he flips my eyelid and he looks around and then he goes and gets a long Q-tip. I'm like, now we're cooking with gas. He takes the Q-tip, and it's so weird to not have the reaction to see something coming directly at your eyeball and not close it yeah. because you don't feel anything. So you see this giant thing coming directly into your eye, and he's like, he's, you know, he swabs around, looks around, and, and all of a sudden, like, he looks, and then I see him sitting, like, twisting the Q-tip and looking and looking. He's like, hmm. And he puts the Q-tip down and said, you got it? He said, yeah, I got it. What was it? I said, I, I knew it. I knew it. And it was, I said, so what was, so my question, so obviously like you, you were like, what was it? I said, what was it? He said, well, it, it was some white piece of something that lodged under your eyelid. It wasn't actually stuck in my, it's what happens. It got stuck under my eyelid. So if, even if, I, and I said, so would have, the washing it out would have helped? Would that have ever gotten it out? He's like, not necessarily. It said it depends on the position and where it is under your eyelid if it, if it would get out. And then you risk, if you rub it too much, that's when you risk scratching your cornea. Ah. Which is why I always hold it, like, still. Like, I punch myself in the eye and hold my eyeball straight right. from moving. Which, ow, that actually, it's still kind of sore to touch. But it was amazing. And I said, I knew it. I knew there was something in there. But I said, how did it get? It's, I have no excuse for this one. All the past five were like on the bike. They were literally on the bike or, or like running or, or something like that. And something like I wasn't wearing like my sunglasses or I was wearing my sunglasses. And somehow it got in because I got so paranoid after the first couple of times. I even bought clear sunglasses with like no glare, like no nothing. Just on shitty days when it was like raining or something or it was foggy or I was on my bike and I didn't really need the sunglass part. But... There, I have no idea. I was like, did the fan blow it in? Did, like, something... Do I need to, like, now vacuum, like, every five minutes in my room? Was it, like, something dusty? I, I was just like, I know... You just know. Like, I, I, it's happened so many times before you know the feeling. Like, you... Yeah. I knew I had to go and had to have some professional get the shit out. And I was like, this is the last thing you want to do. It's like Adina with her finger. The last yes. thing you want to do is like injure yourself and look for another stupid reason to have to put yourself in harm's way. But my mom's like, the hospital, the emergency rooms are very clean. They're very safe. I'm like, on what planet? Like maybe when you get up to a floor, if you, if you broke your arm and they need to cast you, if you're going in the MRI or something, but sitting in the emergency room, no. not, not so clean. Not so safe and not so social distancing. Right. And I was like, this is what, I don't know. And then I thought to myself, you know what? Now that I'm stuck out here in the burbs, like, what do you do? Like, what would I have done if my mom wasn't around? I would have been fucked. Yeah. I have no friends. Who do I call to come Nobody. and drive me? You're there. The closest person is Hazmat, who is oh, right. 45 minutes away with right. a kid, with an almost two-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so I'm like, what do, I don't know. It's, it's a weird. So then I started thinking like, oh my God, I'm so not, in the suburbs, you're not as independent as you are yeah. in, in the city. And now I'm like, great. Now, God forbid what happens if I get hurt and my mom's not around. Then you we call a fucking could. ambulance? I would have called had to call in a fucking ambulance? You could. If you can't think and you can't drive, you could have. And what that cost what does that cost? Like seventy-five thousand dollars to get in the back of an ambulance? I don't know. Um that's stupid. That reason alone, I'm like, move me back into the hood. Like I want to be able to like walk to the emergency room. Well, if you would get in a cab in New York, you could also get in Uber or Lyft and I've done that. I did that when oh. I, I did that when I busted up when I busted up my knee. When Stevish's dog busted up my knee. And the Uber the, not the Uber. I I'm too broke to Uber. Guapa Ubers. I get I just get in a cab. So I held this cab from this guy and he was super nice and he actually asked me for my crutches after I was done using them. 
mm-hmm. to donate, to donate to like other, you know, to pass along to like other right. people. And I thought that was really nice. But he was yeah. he was the only cab driver that for all the trips that I had to take back and forth to St. Luke's to get my records while I was waiting 14 days for a fucking MRI. I remember that. Yeah, because, yeah, healthcare is so great. Community marketplace. Thanks, Obamacare. I mean, I guess it's better. They could have left me on like the side of the road or left me in the park and then I would have just had to like crawl home. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that was really nice. And he was the only cab driver that got out after all the trips I made that offered to shut the door for me when I slid myself all the way into the back of the cab because you have to fold yourself in fucking half to reach the door. And at first I tried to do it with the end of the crutch to, like, reach the the, lo- the handle. That didn't work. And then I didn't want to, like, God forbid, like, damage the cab. Mm-hmm. And he saw me struggling and because I'm, I'm short, dude. I slide all the way into the cab with my leg up on the seat. I can't bend over and reach the fucking door. I was like, this is what I miss about, like, not being able to... I, I rode myself on my bike when I got the shit in my eye. I'm like, just get, you know? Like, you're yeah. so so much more self-sufficient. And now I'm, I'd be fucked if something happened again. And my mom wasn't uh, on standby to drive me, like, to all over God's green earth to find someone who does eyes. Well, now you know who does eyes, so... Dude, <laughs> yeah. now I know I'm never going to Raritan Bay, ever, no. ever. No. But no ambulances coming from Central State all the way down here. But it's far. I mean, you know. Who knows where they would even come from. But if they're coming, they, they drive. I don't give a shit. But that's a right. waste. That's such a waste of, like, an ambulance. I know. But in an emergency, you have no choice. Yeah, I guess. I guess that is. I guess you live in the burbs. You got nobody to drive you. You're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Ugh. But Carol's not working anymore? Carol's working a little bit, but I mean, what's going to happen, like, when I leave out of my bedroom from down here? Like, I'm going to have to eventually, like, find somewhere else to live and, like, then be by myself, like, somewhere where, who's going to, I mean, God forbid something happens. I'm going to be relying on, like, social services? No. Oh, God. Let's not go down that road. (laughs) Wong's like, yes, you are. You're like, you can call, you can call Philip. (laughs) Philip lives around Morristown, the last I heard. I don't even know where Morristown is, to be honest. Oh, come on. Where is Morristown? Somewhere. What? Off 80, west, you know. Oh, it's north? Yeah. He lives, yeah. I think he works around there. I ran into Sharon and Kenny many years ago in That's a great, that's a great couple name. That is such a 1970s, like, swingers (laughs) couple name. Who are you hanging out with? Sharon and Kenny true i yeah i ran into them and ken had told me he just had turned 65 i said oh you retire oh no and i'm sure i can't retire i'm sure sharon was embarrassed (laughs) obviously can't afford to retire yeah well listen house bill and they and ken said oh we're buying all this stuff for him they were buying like kitchen stuff and they said we're bringing it up to morristown he just moved into a place in morristown so that was probably like seven, eight years ago. He's totally, he's pretty independent? I guess. I didn't want to ask questions. Oh, come on, Wong. I, I was told by Susan Carp, you know, Rebecca's mother. Yeah. That Sharon sort of resented me because I was the one oh. who had to tell her to get him evaluated when he was in my class in preschool. And uh, Yeah, but in, Susan, in hindsight, that's oh, what you got to do. That's your job. I had no choice. So that's when he first went to an audiologist and went to everybody. So, yeah, I couldn't ask. I didn't want to say, well, you know, is he able to live independently? So I just said, oh, that's great. Well, you have to assume he's living pseudo-independently if he's, like, up somewhere where they're not. Yeah, they're not there. And Jessica lives in Westfield, I think. Westfield or Scotch Plains or something like that. She was always okay. She was a good kid. Yeah, she was a good kid. That's hard. It's 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 hard to it's it's not easy to to grow up with a sibling like that. No. To no. any sibling with any type. I mean, it's a challenge. There's challenges with any sibling. I think maybe that's a gross generalization. Well, and but start- that, I had sibling groups in my school. You know, my when I taught kids with autism, we my principal used to do these groups and have the siblings come in and try to explain and. Yeah, you have to because it's a different yeah. situation. But I think it's you have to be so politically correct now because you're like, you can't say other siblings don't have any issues growing up right. together. Like older siblings, younger siblings, middle siblings. Right. But you, there are definitive issues, challenges, things yeah. 
that you need to address when you think someone else is getting all of the attention or somebody else is getting his older brother and I never stopped hearing about it with the 180 idea. <laughs> 180 <laughs> he's like a mathematical genius I mean he's very smart but I didn't need to hear it all the time and when I was in first grade, I had the same first grade teacher. She was like 80 at the time, <laughs> where I felt. And she said, oh, are you as smart as David? <laughs> I said, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, test me. <laughs> I still remember that. I mean. I know, because that's the shit. That's the shit that scars you for life. I am scarred. I know. I, I always thought I was dumb, you know. I'm not saying. Listen, I wasn't kidding. Like, there, t I, I really, truly, deeply believe that people still, I mean, maybe it's getting better just be, now people are realizing the impact that teachers and educators have on kids' lives, like for, for good and for better and for worse. Right. And like you could literally say something to a kid and potentially fuck them up for the rest of their life. Or you could say something and like, you know, do, do something else. I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's just maybe they, need to, maybe they need to teach the people at CityMD I care. Like maybe start there. Maybe they could re-educate some of those people. Maybe I should write something, and they need to bring somebody on that does that. But I think you should. How could you? I mean, how how could you be a city MD and flat out like not even say we can look at it, or right. we could even try to help you? They didn't even offer any help. They literally That's said on the phone, "We don't do that," and then there was dead silence. Mm -hmm. And my response was like, do you know someone who does? So I don't yeah, have to. They at least have, you know, given you a suggestion where to go. We're clearly, we're, we're more medically practiced in, and could work for CityMD other than the people that are actually working there. Yeah. Because that was, I've never heard. I mean, even the woman that gave me the paper towels to stop the bleeding from my dog bite was like, no, you need to go to the ER. Mm-hmm. Which I knew, obviously, anyway, because if CityMD right. wasn't doing it, but I had no idea with this shit in my eyeball what was going on. And that was like, what's what was that? Yesterday was Thursday. Yes. Because I don't. Yeah. What a way to spend a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> but wouldn't you still like to know how you how it got in your eye? Do you think it was the fan that blew something? I don't know. I literally don't. I literally walked in my room. All I turned around, I looked at my bed. And two seconds later, I was doubled. I felt the second my eyelid closed, I felt it. And instinctively, my hand went right up to my eye and my nose started. And I was like, that's it. And I, and I punched, and I know that I was so pissed that I, I, I punched the side of the bed because I knew that I had to, I knew that I had to go somewhere to get somebody and they were going to have to be like two inches from my face mm -hmm. to do it. So I was, I was pissed. I was so mad. I was like, you got to be. Because everything that was going on, I, coming from, like, a COVID cesspool and, like, where people, like, cannot even do the bare minimum if we want to go. We don't need to go down that entire rabbit hole because that's a whole nother conversation not worth having for the nine millionth time. Right. <laughs> but I was like, why? now I have to go somewhere. And I was so aggravated. I was like, fuck. Like, what? Like, what else? Like, I really would like, looked. I was like, what? what next? Just tell me what else because, like, just... I mean, at some point, you're going to break me. Like, at some point, I am going to, like, not be able to take anymore. No, you can take it. Yeah. No, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be surprised. That almost got me. I literally was like, this, this is going to do me in. No one in New Jersey does eyes. Apparently, you're left to go blind. You come to the suburbs, and you're like, congratulations on losing your eyesight. <laughs> you have an eye place now. And as Carol said, they're great. Yeah. I hope I don't really need them. My mom was like, well, did you make an eye appointment so you can get your eyes checked for glasses while you were there? I was like, are you kidding me? I was going to ask you the same thing. What is it with you moms? No, because you need to have your eyes checked. I know, you but know, I also have no out. insurance. By the way, I paid out of pocket because they clearly didn't oh, take my insurance. And they, and they gave me, and they came in, and the woman who was so, I, I, this sounds so cliche, but she really was one of the nicest people I've ever talked to in an like in a doctory situation. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm so glad like you can see now. I'm so glad we were able to help you. I was like, I can't even begin to thank you enough. And she was like, listen, we gave you a break. <laughs> I guess they felt so sorry for me, which is like, at this point, I don't even give a shit. You just fucking pity me. Like, just really feel sorry for me in my life right now. I'm okay with that. And she was like, we gave you a break on the price. Because I really walked in thinking it was going to be like, this is going to cost me like $2,000. No. 
I no. Okay. An emergency visit at the last minute with an eye with one of the like doctors. It wasn't like an intern I or like hundred maybe. How much? A few hundred. It was less Two? than that. It was less than that. Oh, that's fantastic. Let me tell you something. For me to be able to put it, I put it on, I paid for it. And I was like, I was like, right on the credit card, I was like, you could, I'm like, pick a vein. I'm like, you could have whatever, however much blood you need, whatever else I could, can, do you mean to stay and like help you clean the office or lock up? I was like, anything. I was so thankful and so appreciative and they were so nice. And um, I guess they just felt really bad for me. And I'm okay. I'm fine with that pity party. And I left and I walked out. I literally walked out. Like I stand here talking to you now, right. like nothing had happened. And my mom was like, that's it. An eye exam. Yeah. She you was know, like, I wore those CVS glasses for years. And then a couple of years ago, after I moved here, I went to the eye doctor and he looked at my over the counter. He's like, you're like 500. These are like 300. Don't wear them anymore. Yeah, I'm on one. I'm on one and a half. I moved up. I stepped up from 1.25 to like 1.5. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I really, I was way beyond that. That's yeah, no, bad. it's just, re, it's just literally seeing like, I can't like, on the tiny shit on bottles. Like now I'm like moving it away. I'm like, oh, here right. we go. But my eye doctor in Jersey said the tiny shit on bottles is because it's, they're computerized labels. He said, don't feel you know, because I said, I can't even read like on a Tylenol bottle. He's like, no, no, that's because they're computerized and the type is just too small. See, look you know? at how so, smart you are, Wong. Look at what you know. Forget 180. The, Forget that 180 bullshit IQ. The, the, the doctor in Metuchen, my, I had a great eye doctor in Metuchen, actually, who he told me that. I don't know why I went to Metuchen. Maybe someone from my school recommended him, but he was Well, good. we know now to come to you. We know now to come to you for every <laughs> recommendation on audiologists. <laughs> Eye doctors. No, a lot of kids in my school went to audiologists. So yeah, that, well, you need to know if they're over, hearing you. Well. Over the voices that they're hearing in their head. Well, they were. I had some kids who were schizophrenic and heard voices. You're not allowed to say children are, have schizophrenia. Well, it's, it's, be, not, it's also not developmental at that, really, at that age. I know, but we took, my school started taking everybody and anybody, so. Oh. Yeah. But um, they heard voices because the, the kid would just be like, no, no, I need the batteries. No, don't. It's all, but it's also who they see. Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be schizophrenia. Right. It could be like. But his, his father used to, went to punish him, which is ridiculous. His father used to take the batteries out of all of his toys. Because I asked, I asked the dad when I saw him and at a conference or something. And he said, yeah, we take his batteries out of his electronics or whatever. So. You know, in his mind, he was reliving all that. And don't yeah. even ask. Don't get me. <laughs> you have so. I mean, one day we'll. One day we'll do. We'll do uh, story time. Story time with Wong about all of the past students. <laughs> without their without their names, because those are. Some, I'm telling. Those are some stories. I could. We could yeah, share some stories. Me. He lived near you. He was in South River in some newish houses that they built, like on the other side of Oldbridge Turnpike, it, but it was South River. Yeah, there yeah. is South River at the end of the street because now. This street, this is really irrelevant for people that are still listening to the podcast about the eye shit, but now it's more of like a thoroughfare because they, they built on the other side of River Road. Oh, okay. and it's And it's all like these newfangled, like super big, but they're all like the same cookie cutter, like giant Staten Island-y houses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which are t- so, I find them so like right. not they appealing. Were in Frank's neighborhood where she moved from, they were, they had, they were beautiful, like Tudor, all the houses were different, you know, stone, and they were gorgeous. And then the uh, developers would buy them and throw them down and build white cookie-cutter houses with black shutters in the middle of these beautiful Yeah, houses. it's so, it's crazy. It's a little unfortunate that they all look, they are all the same, and yeah. they're just, it, it is like Staten Island threw up in New Jersey, <laughs> which is... <laughs> Uh, who said that, Frank, that Staten Island should be part of New Jersey? No, it should absolutely, definitely just only be part yeah, of Florida. So. It should just, Staten Island oh, and Florida should was... should meet somewhere yes. in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean once yes. they've both been removed permanently from the rest of the United States. Definitely. They'll be, and that will be a very happy union, and I think we could, anything else you want to add on your very, Juan, this is the first Yay. podcast. I... Tell Franklin what's up. You did it. I'm so proud of you. I tell her? Because she just texted me before. Should I tell her? I don't know. Maybe we just let her. Maybe we just let her listen. It'll be a surprise. 
I won't say anything. Don't say anything. I'm very proud of you for doing this. See how Thank easy it is? Yes, I see. Thank you for you're, asking. You're a natural. Dude, you can come back anytime. We, Thank you. We can t okay. We'll find stuff to talk about. If you come up with something and you want to rant, okay. let me know. All right. What are, what are you going to go do now? Pace in your face? Soon. I may play some words with friends. I okay. may read. Be easy. Um, Yo, listen. Be easy on me. Don't crowd the board. Don't be a board scruncher. And let me I'm kick your ass not, a few times. I'm very aware of it now, but sometimes there's no choice. That's the guilt. All right, let me go take, I'll go take my turns. Go take your turns okay. and we'll finish our games. All right. All right, thanks for, thanks for ranting, Wong. You did a great job. Thank you. All right, I'll see you at the jam. Okay. All right, bye. Bye. Yeah, we got Wong on the podcast. There's a first time for everything. Who next? Who got next? All right, so if you want to really hang with Wong and really kick it, you could always join the Jam Fam every night at 8 o'clock. Franklin is going to be pretty surprised. Wong's not going to tell her until she listens to this, and by the time she hears this, she already knows that Wong was on the podcast, so this is really not a surprise because she's already been surprised. So, uh, yeah, that's the story of uh, The Shit in Randy's Eye, part 937. Uh, let's hope that doesn't happen again. Let's hope nothing happens again. Knock on everything. Kinohara, spit, tui-tui-tui, whatever you can do, cross it up, throw it up, don't throw it up, that's disgusting. All right, listen, uh, that's what's going on, I think it's Friday still, days are hard to remember, it gets dark really early, at least the weather's nice, and it's not like two degrees outside with a wind chill of negative 457. Uh, yo, go check out Lincoln on the Instagram, his Mitchell Minute. Come join us at the Jam Fam every night at 8 o'clock. You can kick it with everybody, including Chef Wong, uh, where if you need an audiologist or some type of medical reference, she's, she's the person. Wong is the one. And we are done. Wear your mask, wash your hands, check on your peeps, and uh, happy holidays because ain't nobody going nowhere. So come hang out with us on the Jam Fam. We still there. Night 253 coming up in a Rizzo. Now we got to Gizzo. Piso and hair griso is a wrap. <laughs>